The podcast where we express our blatant but ladylike opinions on tough topics. Make sure you stay up to date with our recent social media content on all platforms at Pretty Tough underscore podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and become a Patreon member for exclusive content and interviews. If you're listening to me talk my bullcrap on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave me a review and a writing. All right, we're going to get into it. Hi, beautiful. Hello. Want to introduce yourself? Yes. I get familiar with your voice. Yes. Um, my name is Bree. I don't know what else do they want to know. What else should I say? <laughs> I mean, your name is Bree. Yeah, my name is Bree. I am from... You got a podcast. I do have a podcast. It's called A Little Bit Extra. We talk about women empowerment, how to manifest amazing things in life. So that's just a little shameless uh, promo. But my name is Bree. I am from Illinois. I live in St. Louis. I graduated from the University of Missouri in Columbia with my Bachelor's of Sociology. So, yeah, hoping to go to law school someday, hopefully one day in the future. But, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Pageant girl. Pageant girl. Pageant girl. Thanks, Charles. Downey. Yes, yes, yes. That's exciting. How does that feel? It feels really good. Um, I've been doing the Miss America organization for a little less than two years, and okay. it's always been a dream of mine to be Miss America, so it feels really good to see that dream so slowly exciting. coming into fruition. Yeah. So was it your first pageant that you actually participated in? No. no. So last year I was Miss Maryville, so just another okay. level to Miss Missouri. I did see that. Yeah, I went to Miss Missouri for the first time this past summer. Um, even though I didn't place, I walked away with almost $2,000 of scholarship. So oh, wow. like non-finalist interview award, non-finalist on-stage question, and overall evening gown award. Okay. So yes, That's I love exciting. it. Yeah, thank you. That's different. I've honestly never like met anybody who's ever even... And been in a pageant, really? Yeah, along Miss Missouri, Miss America. Yes. So that's really exciting. I love it. Yeah, thank you. And you're AKA. I am an AKA. Yes, I often forget like everything on my resume. <laughs> I'm just like I'm free, and people are like, no, you do this, you do that, and the third. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I do do that. Yeah. How's it? It's good. You know, Greek life is really fun, especially when you're an undergrad. Um, I'm not too into it right now. Of course, like your letters are something that you have forever, but it's really prevalent when you are an undergrad because like the service projects. Mm -hmm. And then when you do get your letters as an undergrad, it's like everyone knows you as like Brie, the AKA. Yeah. So like that, that's just you. Yeah. Um, but I love it. It's that was always my dream when really? I was. Yeah, I got accepted into fourteen different universities, all HBCUs, yes. and that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to school. I wanted to dance major it. I did major it for five years. I wanted to dance major it, and I wanted to pledge mm-hmm. Alpha Kappa Alpha. I still want to pledge. I might. I don't know because the St. Louis chapter. Yeah, the St. Louis chapter is like. I wanted to do it on campus at school, mm-hmm. so that's kind of, you know, obviously affecting how I would pledge, but 
I mean, I might have to wait till grad, but it won't you be can, as fun. Yeah, I mean, you can still do it, and um, even though you don't get the experience of like strolling and that's, see, that's all I care about. People no. at a party. <laughs> you still get sisters for life, and you still yeah. get those letters and sisterhood. Yeah. So yes. All right. Well, the first topic that I want to talk about today is dating yourself in between situations slash relationships. I love that. How do you typically try to find yourself in between a dynamic? So I have honestly only been in two long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. So one of them was almost four years, and that was when I was in high school, and okay. another one um, just ended recently. And this most recent breakup honestly took a lot out of me. Mm -hmm. um, this was a man that I thought that I was going to marry, and I it's ultimately the whole reason why I'm in St. Louis, because mm -hmm. I did move because I just wanted a change of scenery. Um, but if that relationship and that breakup told me anything, it was to, you only have yourself at the end of the day. So take mm -hmm. care of yourself like, mentally, physically, emotionally. If someone breaks up with you or the relationship ends, you should still be the same person that you yeah, were that's true. in that relationship. Yeah. And that's or better. Or better, yeah. honestly. Or you want to be better for the next person or just for yourself. So really taking care of yourself mentally, like going to therapy and fixing those toxic traits. Yeah. We all I have just started traits. going to um, therapy. Mm -hmm. I use this is not um what they call it sponsored, <laughs> but I do use BetterHelp.com. Me too. I love it. Yes. Deanna actually just signed up last night. I was I telling her about it. Yeah, like my therapist is amazing. So like yes, Steve. Um, I love Steve. See, my she's a black lady. Okay. I, I specifically wanted a person of color. I didn't really mind if it was female or male, mm -hmm. but when I like saw her picture and read her a uh, little body. I was like, that's my lady. Yeah. Like, I just instantly felt the connection, and the connection is still there. And it's like, it's helping me a lot. Yeah, not even just like in a relationship, you know, aspect of things, but just like everything. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a relief. That's a good thing about going to therapy. You get like an unbiased opinion. Like, yeah. someone who had it's so much different from talking to a friend because your friend knows so much about you. They yeah. know about the situation. When you go to therapy, it's just an unbiased opinion. Someone that just does not know anything about yeah. what you have going That's on. That's the good thing about it. Like you said. Yeah. And also, like, the good thing about BetterHelp is if you don't like your therapist, you can get somebody new. So, yes, on better help. Yeah, yes. I told Deanna that too because she has her first session actually tonight, and I told mm -hmm. her, you know, like if you don't really, you know, feel comfortable with that person, you can always switch therapists and stuff like this, right? Yeah. Okay, so like, what type of dates do you usually do for yourself while you're dating yourself? Like me, I one thing for sure, I'm gonna keep my nails done. They ain't done right now. They ain't done right now. But I love like it's just something about even though it be loud, it's crowded, it's no like it's just a lot going on. It's very therapeutic for me to just it just makes me feel prettier when I get a fresh set, fresh toes, like it just eyebrows and wax, like it just makes me feel No, I completely agree. Self-care is the biggest thing, but also I'm a huge advocate about like I'll always buy myself an expensive dinner. Like always, always. And the thing about pageantry you do a lot of traveling just for like prep and depending on where your board is okay. and i like to travel alone really because it allows you to stay in a hotel you can rest you can get dinner you can get a drink yeah it just allows you to have time by yourself 
And I'm not going anywhere, so I'm not traveling just for no reason. So mm -hmm. I use that as an outlet to just treat myself. But just like you, always keep my nails done, always keep my toes done, always have like my hair done, and always have brows waxed. And another thing that I've been doing recently, um, perfumes. I've been, yeah, I love perfumes. Like, I've always been into the Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret uh -huh. body sprays, but never really like real a perfume or like a real scent. It's so, an investment. Oh my, it's really yeah. an investment. Yeah, but it's just, it just makes me feel I don't want to say prettier but just it just makes me feel better like oh I smell good yeah. like I look when good. you feel good I mean like when you look good you feel good yeah. so that's ultimately like the most important thing yeah you have more confidence okay so what does someone ask about this topic mm -hmm. do how long do you typically wait in between situations to like start another one I think it really just depends like I think a man can come into your life and you instantly know if you're ready to pursue that or not sometimes, sometimes because sometimes you can be like I don't know I don't know and then two months later you'll be like okay yeah this the one like you really I think it depends do you not believe in love at first sight or like feelings at first sight I believe in feelings at first sight because I can like somebody and still have in the back of my mind the uncertainty if, if I'm going to be with them yeah i think it's so crazy because i know people that have been in relationships for like four or five years they break up with their partner and they're into another relationship after yeah. like three or four months mm. so it, i feel like it's all contingent upon like what you want but just in the back of your mind knowing like the difference between is this person a rebound or is this somebody that i actually feel like i can have like a genuine tangible relationship with yeah but then it also comes into the the um situation of just jumping into something because mm -hmm. you're trying to get over something else like that situation won't be a positive situation if you're literally like oh well, i gotta do this to get over it you're going into it with a negative mindset so you're gonna have a negative outcome like people don't understand that though like i have i wouldn't really call her a friend anymore but i have an associate or somebody that i used to know that i was really really close with and literally like it seemed like it's like she would be not even a month out of a situation and back into a new mm -hmm. one. Like mama house, they they she, he driving her car. Mm -hmm. Like he met half her family, and it's like you just did that last month with the last guy. Like, right. are you not like what's the problem? You know, and not even to be judgmental because right. even though everybody's situations might not like be like ours. Like mm -hmm. I was in a relationship for five years, and I waited almost six months, seven months to even start dating again. Mm -hmm. So everybody, I don't know. I need my space. Like no, I, I need time to breathe, to think, to recollect on what just happened mm -hmm. to me because nine times out of ten it wasn't positive. So I have to, you know, kind of regroup my feelings and my emotions before I just put all of that off on somebody else. Right. No, I completely agree. And I think one of the other huge key points that I learned and took away from like being in a relationship for four, almost four years and then us going separate ways is like when you confide in friends, some of them will tell you like, oh, now it's time for you to just jump into something else. Like yeah. they truly believe the quote, like the best way to get over someone is to get under somebody new. Yeah. And there's also a lot of people that like they just need companionship. Like nothing against them. And it goes back to the therapy that we were talking about. Like they just... Um, some people just need companionship and and that just goes back to what we were talking about like you should go to therapy after a relationship because you should get an unbiased opinion about how to like move forward on things mm -hmm. like if you ask your friends some of them are going to say okay start dating again or maybe do something else like maybe just start going out more do this do that um 
but yeah some people truly believe like the best way to get over someone is to just get under someone new and just go back into the dating world see i just hate that because it's like you can't get over somebody if you don't truly use what's inside of you it's like nobody else can help you overcome what you've been through like the whole aspect of that oh you gotta you gotta move on you gotta get up under somebody else like that's just ridiculous to me because it's like it's so how are you ever too. gonna find yeah how are you ever gonna find yourself and what you truly like within yourself mm -hmm. because this is how i feel if i don't know what i like i can't expect somebody else to know what i like mm -hmm. like i have to love and like and know myself before I expect that from somebody else. Like if I'm putting off a confused, oh, I don't really know. Uh, that's exactly the energy I'm gonna get back. You're gonna keep attracting people who don't know, who don't wanna marry you, who don't right. wanna date long term. They just wanna fuck this up. Mm -hmm. Like that's just what it is. And right. it's bad, but people don't use their time to heal. Like we said, date yourself like they don't they don't utilize their time. Mm -hmm. No. And knowing what you want is ultimately going to be like the most important because you're always going to have yeah, those rose colored you don't glasses. No. Oh my gosh. And knowing what you want is ultimately going to be the most important just because it's like if you take time to heal after your relationship, you nine out of ten times. Nine out of ten times, you'll have an open mind mm -hmm. about what you want. Because obviously, if that relationship didn't work out, you don't want anything like that. Right. You want something different. Something that's more valuable for your future. So learning. Okay. And I feel like that's another thing. Some girls would get out of relationship and look for every single thing right. in their partner in a different man. Like, the same person, especially if you got broken up with. Yeah, like, that's true. That's true. I, like i've been after, a victim of that before we all are yeah. like even after my breakup i was like okay i want this exact same person just but not him yeah, yeah yeah like here in st louis and that's so hard to find it's also not good because then it's like okay i have this person who checks this box this box this box but something is still missing mm -hmm. it's not good for them either because at that point you're like wasting your own time you're wasting their time yeah so that's that and that's why it's important to date yourself because at the end of the day you're going to know what you want and even if you do decide to date and it only lasts a couple months okay that wasn't for you but you wouldn't know that that wasn't for you if you didn't take that you time, didn't take to heal. time. Yeah. right that's true and i think that's why i was so quick to x out what i just went through oh i agree because i'm like all right you knew you deserved better I, it's not I'm, yes i knew i deserved better mentally because physically you know what i'm saying like the way that he was treating me it's not even about what you brought me or you know how much money you spent on me because that we keep good okay it's not about that not about and like i said the intimacy the affection like all of that stuff like he was like you said checking all of the boxes there but then when you started getting into the words that was like okay i didn't like that Okay, I didn't like that. Okay, I really didn't like that, and now you got me fucked up. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like, that's when it's kind of like, like you said, I know what I want and what I don't want and what I'm definitely not going to deal with. So, like, I, I took that time to heal so I could recognize that. It's just a matter of, it's a lot of girls in our generation that do, they don't recognize certain things because they so caught up in all the boxes he checked, mm -hmm. that one box that it's like, I don't know, but he got all of this, mm -hmm. but I don't no, you can't settle just because he checked three out of five. Like, no, the other two matter just importantly as those three that he checked. It's those rose-colored glasses. Like, you think that you can compromise, like, oh, he does this for me, that for me, but he he has his negative toxic traits. Like, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. All right, girl. So, we're going to 
don't get in. What time is it? I said, what time is it? How far are we? We 15 minutes in. So I got this little, I got two segments that I like to do in between um, topics. Really three, but we just going to do two. Um, so the first one is the bop of the week, girl. What you been listening to? Oh my god. <laughs> what like what's when you get in your car, what is the first song you play? Okay, so recently they put all of Aaliyah's music on Spotify. I, yeah they did. So I and Apple music and Apple Music to rock the boat one in a million my intro. yes it is <laughs> but that's what i've been listening to so i said that i don't have to go on youtube yeah, and type it up and then advertisement advertisements yes. messing with the aux core messing with the bluetooth so yes i'm very excited that's what i've been listening to so i've been listening to the whole certified love boy album yes that too oh, that's but the bop is in the bible that's my song and i think it's just because and i made a tweet <laughs> earlier this week and i was like drake makes songs for girls like me like people say all the time drake makes songs for the hopeless college girl that's trying oh to find out God. trying to figure out her life trying to date trying to do this yeah. might be a stripper might be a mom like might he be might be something <laughs> he makes songs for oh us my God. And, and when he said first okay the first verse i mean the first line is Count up my bodies, many things just start to pile up. And then he said, uh, he said you effed a lot of N words. Mm -hmm. How the N words love, love you now, now. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then when Lil Dark Boy came on, then he, he shout out India yeah. and her look. Then he was like, uh, I went viral doing my dance on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Went viral. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, like, I, love, I literally yeah. play that song no, it's a good over. Album. It, it is a very good album. Like he has some good. Like, I'm real into music. He has some really good. Feels like even on that song, Gibby was on that song. Mm -hmm. He had Lil Baby. He had Jay Z. Travis Scott, I still think that they should have put a little Uzi Bart on um on way too sexy. Oh, really? With the dance, I love yeah. Uzi Bart. But yeah, yeah, girl, that's what I've been listening to. Oh. Okay, and then I feel like we already just talked about this because did we talk about the timeline of dating? Like, mm -hmm. I'll ask briefly, but then I'll ask another question, um, okay. and that can be our topic. So, what do you feel like the timeline of dating is? And what I mean by that is like. Does time have a like? Does love have a time limit? Like, oh, I've only been dating him for a month. We don't need to call ourselves in a relationship yet. Like, so I feel like it's gray area. Like, I really feel like it's gray area because there are some people that are like, I'm talking to this boy and it's been a month, but we're dating. Like, they really don't know like what dating truly is. Like, mm -hmm. is he like? Have you met the parents yet? Have you met the friends? So wait, you feel like meeting the parents is like, okay, now we're dating. Yes, absolutely. Like yes. if we're talking, you're not taking me just to see your parents. Yeah, that's true. Or if you're like, or if it has been a month and he takes me to see his parents, I'm like, oh my God, we're dating. Mm -hmm. Like this is it, okay. this is that. Like, okay, this is what it is. There, but there is gray area, honestly, and it's only because like this is what the generation made it. Mm -hmm. Like now there's talking. That's oh, like we're messing around. Then now we're exclusive. Then we're exclusive. Yeah. Then we're dating, but we're not in a relationship. It's like, what is the difference? Like, are you yeah. messing with him or not? Is that your man or not? I agree. But I feel like if you are like dating somebody, and that also so. 
I feel like this generation normalizes a lot like oh we're dating for like seven years but I don't really want to get married to him and that's totally fine like if that's your man and that's your person then let it be that but it's also like what is that telling everyone else yeah like if you guys are dating or in a relationship for seven years but like you don't have a ring or like he's still messing around behind your back like what does that mean to you um I know that's a rhetorical question, but I still want to answer it mm -hmm. because just from my experience, um, in my situation, it was all about my child. Mm -hmm. Like my mind left that relationship when my baby probably was eighteen months before he even turned two. But I stayed until he was three and a half. You know what I'm saying? Do you but, feel like that should be the case, or do you feel like No, I don't feel like yeah. that at all because me trying to keep something there that was already gone destroyed me emotionally like i tried to do it for my son and i realized like he didn't it didn't really make him a difference anyway because at the end of the day we still not together right. so me staying for an extra year and a half didn't really change anything you know it's mm -hmm. what i thought because my mom and dad were really cute no, my mom so good <laughs> my, i'm cooking y'all and she's got her nose all looking at the stove it smells so good <laughs> but yeah I, what was i saying girl you oh. hear that yeah, so my mom and my dad were both, they were married. Mm -hmm. And they divorced when I, like, completely finalized their divorce when I was six. They separated when I was four and a half. All of my life, I was, like, you know, kind of rebellious towards my mom. Because I'm like, dang, mama, like, why you want to stay with my daddy? Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all could have, I really want a job to stay together. Like, that's my daddy. And then it was later when I was literally 17 years old is when I found out that the reason why my mama left my dad is because he had nothing baby which is my little mm. brother so it was like okay now that i'm an adult i can understand that you know and right. that's what but that's what i didn't want for zach like, i didn't want him to be like oh i wonder why my mama and daddy not together sally and jojo daddy still to mm -hmm. mommy and daddy still together but why mama like i didn't want him to think that but that's not my reality so but that's why i stayed in that toxic dynamic because i really just i wanted that you know and i wanted more kids and I, that was my first love like i literally the physical abuse the emotional abuse the verbal abuse i disregarded it all because i wanted to literally stay with the first person i had a child with like it was all about him until i realized me staying is hurting him more than it's helping him because i'm crying every day right. i'm stressed the fuck out because his daddy can't keep a job and i'm girl look mm -hmm. so it's like i'm hurting him more than i'm realizing by staying in this situation and that's when it clicked like okay I, it just got to be done like you know so right what was your question yeah, I, remember. <laughs> I, I, remember. I always get just so fascinated by your story and honestly just like any single mom it's it's, it's hard I, I I hate when my friends like I have a lot of friends who don't have kids mm -hmm. and I hate when they say stuff like oh girl yes me so so to have a baby or I can't wait to have a baby and I'm just looking at them like don't you see me Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not in a messed up situation at all. Like, I'm good. You know, financially, emotionally, I'm getting there. Like, I'm good. Me and Zach, we good. Like, yeah. but you know how, how, what it took for me to get to this point to where I'm like, I don't mind being by myself or I can pay my bills without having to worry or, or I can pay his daycare without any help from anybody else. Mm -hmm. Father, grandmother, nobody. Like, we good. It took me a long time to get to that mental uh, capacity to even deal with this situation. Like, this is hard. This is not easy. And I did not think, if had I known in 2016 that I would have ended up the way that I am right now in 2021, 
not saying that I wouldn't have kept my baby, but I definitely would have thought about my decision. You know, I, right. I would have thought about it more. But, you know, you're not thinking when you're in love. You're not thinking, damn, what if this nigga leave me? Or what if he cheat on me and have a baby? Then what I'm going to do? You're like, you're not thinking about that when you love somebody. Like, you're not thinking about the, the good and the bad in the long term. Like, so I always tell them, like, can you stop? Like, I, when they say that, I be like, don't say this to me, no. Blinded by love, but also think about how much stronger it made you. And obviously, this is not a reason for yeah. like people to go and like get pregnant and go through the same stress. Yeah, yeah. Just because they want to be stronger, but just think about the outcome of that situation. Also, think about like how your son is gonna look up to you. Yeah. I don't know who I was talking to the other day, and I know we like derailed completely. Um, but I was telling them like growing up, my mom. It was just me and her. Like, I have a stepdad, but he didn't come into my life until, like, years after. And I saw my mom working two jobs just to put food on the table. And I admired her so much for that growing up. And I will always advocate for young, especially young black moms. Because mm-hmm. y'all go through so much and y'all are literally the strongest people that I know. Yeah, and this girl, like, almost started crying. I was like, just, yeah. I'm just thankful for you because I know I wouldn't be able to do it. Like yes, you truth, would. No. Yes, you would. No. Because this is the thing. You think you won't be able to do it, but you adapt to it. So I was like, girl, yeah. I was 17 when I had Zachariah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I didn't, I had him in March. I didn't even graduate high school until the end of May. Mm-hmm. Well, I graduated in December, but I didn't walk the stage and like, I graduated at the end of May. Like, I was 18 when I graduated, but I was 17 when I had him. So it was like, I was so young. I literally was just telling Deanna that I showed her a video in my snap. I recorded, he got poop all up his butt, on his neck, in the back of his hair. His diaper was literally, and I said, this is what I was dealing with when I was 18. Like, that was my reality. That was my life. I had my own apartment. I had my own car at 18 years old. I did not want to be that. (laughs) <laughs> but I did and so yeah, I adapted to it very quickly like I adapted to it to a point where I was I'm still amazed at myself like damn you doing that like I, I just you know like th- this this is not the reality that I hope for myself like I am very appreciative of it and I love my son but like I just told you previously like I got accepted into 14 different HBCUs that was that was the story I had wrote out for myself. Going to school, doing what I wanted to do, be very involved on campus and in the community, graduate, then potentially get married and have children. Not the typical black girl in the hood story, because I was a black girl in the hood story getting pregnant senior. Like, you know, and then I had my mom who now is I look up to her. I've always appreciated my mom. You know, like just like you say, like my mom always worked hard. She just had me for eight years. But before she had my baby sisters, like my mama was outside and I mm-hmm. saw a lot of that. I grew up with her. You know what I'm saying? She had me when she was 21, so she was young. She was married to my dad, but then divorced my dad. So I saw her through those growing pains after mm-hmm. that pain of being with being married to somebody and literally they had a child out of wedlock on you with another woman like i saw her drinking passed out in my uncle couch drinking smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes smoking weed like i i saw her through that my sisters would never see the mama that i saw but i appreciate her so much because my sisters literally won't have to have the have the the even thoughts of certain stuff the way that I did like my sisters have been in the same school all through elementary school and now my little sister that's right under me through middle school me I literally went to a different school every year every school year every time the lease was up we packing up we moving 
no school district, no school, no apartment. Like literally, like that was my life through my childhood. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot, but I learned from that as well, watching my mama. So it was like I adapted instantly when I uh, I got a baby. Uh, I know what to do because I saw my mama do it. Like, and I literally saw her do it with two other people under me. So, like I said, it's just the adaptation, like the adaptation, adaptation type of thing. Like you just kind of yeah, you're a product cool. of what's around you. That was a mouthful. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> all right well thanks again you are so welcome it was a pleasure i love the first episode of the podcast and i'm super excited i'm just so happy that i know people that are actually doing this because i love anything that relates to like women empowerment and telling the truth like showing the real real because a lot of people add fluff to women empowerment like oh i read this quote on instagram let's talk about this but this is like real time stuff stuff that affects young black girls yeah i agree I agree. Well, all right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Again, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive content. And if you're listening to me on Apple Podcast, leave me a review and a five-star rating because I'm a five-star. Not serious. <laughs> all right, y'all. <laughs>